segment is entitled Exposing Understanding Biological Warfare, Media Propaganda, and Organizing the Global Black Family. We're going to touch on several issues on tonight's podcast. Please put this video podcast on blast by sharing it with all of your friends on social media. Thanks. Let's begin with understanding biological warfare. In the 1960s, black men were standing up for the black community, fighting against white supremacy while putting their lives on the line. This became a problem for the financial elites and their social order. The financial elites decided to divide the black community by allowing the black middle class professionals to integrate into their neighborhoods. Then they began integrating the public schools while prescribing behavioral drugs to black children. They also began flooding the black ghettos with street drugs, guns, and liquor stores. I discussed that also in my revised book, but um, yeah, that's how it was. I found an interesting video by Dr. Mumba about a mad scientist who had a racist hidden agenda, which was to infect South Africans with AIDS as a way to annihilate the black population. In West Africa, Liberia, a few years ago, the Ebola outbreak happened. Black people have been living in Africa for thousands of years. They did not have such disease until the arrival of Europe, Europeans. Don't take my word for it. We are in the information age. Do the research. America has a patent on the Ebola vaccine. What's going on with COVID-19? The new laws and regulations that these politicians are implementing boils down to money. For example, if a person travels to another country, they have to take the COVID test, and if they have the virus, they have to stay in a hotel for 14 days. For me, it seems that money is driving this whole agenda. My next topic, media propaganda. We're in the middle of a propaganda war. We need to educate ourselves about propaganda. I've warned black people that the main Mainstream media was going to increase their anti-black propaganda to divide attention away from black racism. Negroes who are on television and working for the mainstream media, these are people you should not listen to. You never see white entertainers speaking for white society. We told, we're told if someone is on television, these people should be listened to because they have certain knowledge and that others don't have. When, when the mainstream media puts someone on television, they use the media to give that person some sort of legitimacy. These persons are chosen by the financial elites because they are willing to do anything to be in, in the in crowd. When they start this anti-black propaganda that black people are attacking Asians, I warn you that they are going to 
get these clean Negroes to cape for them. Black people have been patronizing Asian businesses for 50 years, but it has not been reciprocated. We gave them an economic base. I believe this propaganda was created by white supremacists, the Asian community, and the black bully class. This is a this is convenient a convenient way to complete completely take the focus off of anti-black targeting us. The political left wing where you were trying to blame Donald Trump for all the anti-black sentiment. This is why they spoke openly about racism and white supremacy because they could point to the mega crowd. Now that Trump is gone and the Democrats have both the Senate and the House, now they are ready to change the subject. They created this propaganda that black people are attacking Asians. The mainstream media start using these random incidents of black people attacking Asian Americans in order to promote a new crime bill. You have these bought and paid for Negroes running around talking about stop Asian hate. The other day, day there was a shooting in Atlanta. A suspected white supremacist went into a massage parlor and killed several Asian people. I knew the mainstream media was going to flip the story back to black people attacking Asians. Most of the attacks happening to Asian people is by white people, which is going unreported. According to Fox 2 News, Biden condemns anti-Asian hate after a call for passage of COVID-19 hate crime act. This new crime bill is going to target us. According to the New York Post, Andrew Ying gets mixed reaction after calling for NYPD funding at a rally. They got this anti-black propaganda talking about black people are attacking Asians. At the same time, there's there there's been a defund the police movement. And you got these politicians who are trying to get more funding to the police. And at the same time, they want to get more crime bills against black people. They're all working with each other to justify getting funds for the police and more crime bills to subjugate us. The Asian community are getting certain benefits and privileges based on proximity to whiteness. I have a video clip of an Asian woman admitting, admitting this. Listen to it. Americans have weaponized our proximity to whiteness in order to murder black people. George Floyd and Natasha Harlan shouldn't be here today, but they aren't because of our individual actions and our collective inaction. We can't just blame white people for pitting us against each other either, because the fact of the matter is, is that Asian cultures have a huge color in the problem and a huge problem with black people. 
She's telling the truth. This is a person who's in the culture. There was a an article an article on NBC talking about black people should be better allies to Asians because of all of the anti-Asian hatred. My question was, where were our allies when police officer Peter Lane killed Akai? I believe this is how you pronounce his name. Akai Gurgui. There was no allies. The Asian community supported Peter Yang. Where are all these allies when black women were being physically assaulted in Asian nail shops? Black people have to get out of this habit of caping for other groups. Black family, y'all can't co-sign anything that these white supremacists are sending your way. We have to be on code. We have to understand when they're trying to set us up, you cannot assist them in doing that. We're not responsible for the actions of one individual. The president is talking about hate crimes, resources, and executive orders for Asian people, yet we don't get anything for black people who have been harmed for years. You had a nine-year-old black girl who was pepper sprayed by a road cop. Nobody was punished. In Texas, a road cop shot indiscriminately at a car that a, subs a suspect jumped into. A one-year-old was shot in the head and is barely surviving. We don't have time to be caping for everybody when we're out here being slaughtered. Through the grassroots community activist movement, we will confront and destroy this Willie Lynch mentality from black society. The financial elite's Trojan horse was Barack Obama. Um, he has been delegitimized by the black grassroots. The strategy by the mainstream media is to, is to whitewash black people's campaign against white supremacy by using a diversion by attacking the version blacks are attacking Asians. There is no equivalent of a George Zinnerman or a Latasha Harrelins. In all these decades, the talk show called The Real tried to discuss the issue of attacks against Asian Americans. We don't have a black hate crime task force. The mainstream media is trying to fabricate and orchestrate a false grievance that does not exist. Why? Because this, propag this is propaganda. Propaganda has nothing to do with reality. If you can get enough people to repeat the propaganda, that's all you need. The video from now now, this is the same video of a person pushing an elderly man on the ground. This is not happening across the country. 
when the mainstream media try to launch their propaganda, the new the new voices of black media will respond by doing a truth counter offensive. This is the time for us to start practicing group economics. We need to stop supporting Asian businesses across the board. I read an article from the Washington Post entitled 83-year-old Asian woman spat on and punched so hard she, she blacked out. The Washington Post did not say anything when elderly black women were getting beat up by road cops. I'm just saying. According to Derek Hawkins, authorities in White Plains, New York, arrested a man who they said spat on and punched an 83-year-old Korean-American woman on a busy street in the New York City subway this week, making the latest high-profile case in an increasing trend of violence targeting Asian Americans nationwide. The victim was walking alone near a shopping center Tuesday evening when police said um, his name, I believe, is Glenmore Nephart, 40, attacked, attacked her without provocation, striking her so hard that she hit her head on the ground and blacked out. When she regained consciousness, the man was gone, according to police. It, it wasn't immediately clear how investigators identified Nimhart as her assailant, but police said they arrested him early Thursday morning in, in the vicinity of the attack. He was charged with second-degree assault on a person 65 or older, a felony that carries up to seven years in prison. Police subscribed him as a homeless black man. The, and court records show he had been arrested by white plain officers on at least four other occasions in the past year. What I got from this article is that when white road cops kill a black person, that's not a hate crime. No one is giving the suspect a mental health evaluation. Just understand the difference between how we're treated in the criminal justice system. Family, an 83-year-old Asian woman being spat on and hit is a high-profile case. Meanwhile, black people have to sue media outlets just to get them to report about unarmed black people who have been killed by road cops. But in America, that's not enough to be a high-profile case. Notice in the article, nobody is saying we need more facts. Meanwhile, black people are being racially profiled, targeted, and shot down by road cops, yet that does not carry a felony. The problem is the prosecutors rarely treat it as a felony when it comes to us. Asians don't have to march in the streets to get a hate crime bill. Asian Americans all of a sudden getting all kinds of access and options that black people are not getting. For example, they have access to the district attorney's hate crime group. I am convinced that if this article was about black people, 
The Washington Post would not be reporting this the same way. I found another article by the Washington Post entitled, quote, State Troopers Text About the Whooping They Gave a Black Man, unquote. I am not going to read the entire article. I provided on my trans transcript from my Medium page for more information. According to the article, shortly after four Louisiana state police troopers alleged, allegedly beat a black man who had surrendered following a high-speed chase, the officers of Troop F sent 14 text messages to brag about the whooping they gave. They had given a 29-year-old Antonio Harris, according to court files. He's gonna be sore tomorrow for sure. Trooper Jacob Brown group texted this his colleagues in May. The filing alleged he's gonna have nightmares for a long time. Trooper Dakota the Demos allegedly said of what unfold in Franklin Parish, Louisiana. Warms my heart knowing we could educate that young man, Brown replied. The court found filings from earlier this month, which were first reported by Sound Off Louisiana, comes week af weeks after four white officers were arrested on accusations of excessive force, lying about multiple arrests and turning off their body cameras. Black people can't call the police about a hate crime because it's the police committing the hate crime. When when you're black, it requires an act of Congress and the FBI because the state won't do anything. The police just sat there, turn off their cameras and start beating on this man. They tell us this isn't a hate crime. This are these are state-funded road cops who are still not in prison. You have thousands of road cops who have track records of targeting and assaulting black people. I chose these articles because I want black people to understand that this is real. This is not a time for us to be divided. But the mainstream media is telling America we need to focus on Asians. All of these stories are coming out of California and New York. Black people are being shot in the back seven times. The mainstream media believe they found a way to silence the discussion away from white supremacy. This is why your so-called left-wingers and white right-wingers are united because both wings are part of one bird. Black people have to file lawsuits in order for us to have an investigation of our claim. The Chinese are not putting out stories about what they are doing to black, black people in Africa and in China. It appears to me that the Chinese and mainstream media have gotten together to neutralize the discussion about reparations and police brutality. If you are black and attempt to circulate videos of black people being murdered by the police, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube would take your 
video down. Our last topic, organizing the global black family. We spend our productive years building up Western nations, yet complain about our social conditions in America, Europe, and Canada. Black America is slowly waking up from the American dream and thinking about building up our continent where we were stolen from, which is Africa. The diaspora is not tourists, nor foreigners. We're the displaced Africans. We did not choose choose to be enslaved. As members of the grassroots community activist movement, we want to we want dual citizenship within five years in exchange for our talents and skills on the continent. The diaspora have started to contribute to Af Africa through reggae music, which song about the, the, the liberation of Africa. Through the Kyle Chicago, we plan on bringing such skills as architects, economics, engineering, and, the, and sciences. Sad to, to say many of our black middle-class professionals don't work to benefit black America or Africa. What mainstream media have done was display a negative stereotype about Africa. They did, didn't tell us about the large amount of wealth Africa has. They only focus on the poverty and disease and um, all the criminality that takes place. Through Kakayo Chicago, we plan on hosting African tours so that our brothers and sisters who have not been to Africa can enjoy the beauty of Africa has to offer. Those of us living in America is trying to fight for something that will never be ours. I am reaching out to the global black family. America has reached black America has rejected my plan for 29 years. I don't have another 29 years to waste. I want to connect with serious African entrepreneurs who, who own hotels and owners of travel agencies. I only want to do business with legitimate business people. In my Christian business, corruption will not be tolerated. We want to start a manufacturing comp company. Why? Because manufacturing is a thing we need to to help develop Africa and create jobs for African youth, which will help make the African economy grow. In the past, everything was built to improve Europe. Now it's up to the diaspora and the continental Africans to join forces with us to change that. We will start building our own industries from the raw materials for African people on the African continent. Grecam will become global climate in Africa, focusing on solving African issues. I want to reach the masses and help our people who live in rural areas as well as those that's in uh, urban areas. If Africans put aside their differences and have reconciliations with themselves and stop all that tribalism, then the powers that be would not have a foothold in Africa. It's time for Africans to take control of our, our resources that God has given us. We will create our own economy, and if people want to trade with us, it has to be at market rate. 
Your cam is coming to Africa. We will also trade with our brothers and sisters who are trapped in American ghettos to help improve the inner cities in America. The New Black Voices of Media is important because we will cover the stories that the mainstream media avoids. We will slowly grow. We are slowly growing as much as possible. It's great being on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. YouTube is a valuable platform, but at the end of the day, it's not our platform. They can say, we don't want to want you to talk about racism and white supremacy. I don't want to be in a position where social media can decide what I can and can't say. That's why I am trying to connect with black people who are IT, information technologists, to help me build our own platform and app. The United States is one of the most violent places on the planet. We have the highest prison population. Black people are killed by road cops with impunity. If you look at the history of how it was formed, how can anyone be proud of how this land was acquired and the slave labor that built it? The systematic racism which still continues to this day. Black America is all about symbolism and having a so-called minority coalition. We, what are you fighting for in America? That's my question to black Americans. Our community is being gentrified and we only have a small grace period left before things will get even worse for black Americans. For 17 years, I've been trying to teach my members about turning my ideas into a real Christian business, Rakai of Chicago. I'm trying to explain Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 11 through 16, Genesis chapter 15, verses 13 through 14, and Deut Deuteronomy chapters 28, verse 68. The grassroots community activist movement will take the lead to first get our film fully funded and made so that we can do all the things which I have written in my revised book. So far, I have only raised $400. I'm asking every black person on my friends list and in my social groups, 